the man that says what the people need to hear. Somebody need to hear this. That's right. He's going to be bringing you the word each and every week. You better not only be ready, but stay ready. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. The time is up. It's the moment you've been waiting for. He's here. It's the Raw and Uncut Podcast with Pastor Radden. Service starts now. to me hallelujah god god's love reaches to me hallelujah bless your holy name let us go into a word of prayer because god is great father god in the mighty name of jesus we thank you heavenly father lord for this service right now god lord i pray heavenly fathers i get ready to bring your word heavenly father lord father god lord that you will use me in a mighty way father god lord i pray heavenly father that i will decrease god in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. And you will increase, God. Because it's all about you in Jesus' holy name, God. You get the glory, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. I pray, Father God, that the people just don't see me, God. But they see you working through me, God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Bless your holy name. I am just a mouthpiece. I am just a vessel bringing your word. In the mighty name of Jesus. Because it's all about you, God. Lord, we love you and praise you and give you honor and glory. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. 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 You may be seated. Amen. Bless your holy name, God. God is a great God, a mighty God, a wonderful God, a holy God. Father God, a forgiven God, a worshiping God. Hallelujah, God. And I pray that we came up in there on this place today. That we came in here with a praise on our heart and a praise on our mind in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless your holy name because he is worthy to be praised in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. 
Jesus, the name above every name. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. There is a word from the Lord on today in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless your holy name, God. We thank God for our leaders, our pastor, and our bishop. In Jesus' name, as I was saying before, continue to keep them lifted up. In the mighty name of Jesus, bless your holy name, God. Hallelujah, God. Continue to keep them in prayer. As I can't say enough, and I will always continue to beat the drum on that. Always, always, always pray for your leaders. Hallelujah, God. They need your prayers. They need you to lift them up in prayer. Hallelujah, God. Like I said, there's nothing the enemy would love to see more than a pastor fall by the wayside in the mighty name of Jesus, God. So lift up your, your leaders, be it with their health, with their mind, with their strength in Jesus' holy name, that they will continue to carry on the gospel in Jesus' holy name. I thank God for each and every last one of you all that's here on today. Amen. Bless your holy name on this first Sunday, communion Sunday in Jesus' holy name. Bless your holy name, God. Hallelujah, God. Thank God for my wife and my baby boy. Amen. And all of you all that are here, bless your holy name, God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. We're going to go ahead and get into the word of God. God bless you all those that are by social media. Amen. Bishop Kills coming all the way in from Washington, D.C. Tuning in. God bless you, mighty woman of God. Thank you in Jesus' holy name, God. There is a word from the Lord on today. It's a familiar scripture. Amen. But, you know, I always try and put a little different on it so i'll give you a better understanding of it amen because we're going to talk about the sower and sowing the seeds amen and how they what kind of ground they fall on but what kind of ground is it falling on jesus is the primary sower amen he's the primary sower we are the secondary sower because we as men and women of god preach and teach and give you the word, but is it falling on good ground? Is it falling on stony ground? Is it falling, hallelujah, God, on just on not unprofitable ground? Amen. Hallelujah, God. What kind of ground is it falling on? The wayside, stony. Amen. Hallelujah. Is it falling on rocks? Is it falling on good ground? Amen. And there's a difference. Amen. Because today is the first Sunday of the new year, not the new year, but the new month, December. Millions of people is in church right now, yeah. all over the nation, for the most part. There are those that probably had church already, depending on what part of the country they're in. I'm talking about being overseas and all that, because they're ahead of us. Many people that had church already, and it's the afternoon time right now, or evening, and pray that they received a good word. But millions of people is in church right now. But how many of them received it, amen, with thanksgiving? How many of it did it stick with them? Did it go in one ear and not the other? How many of them earnestly listened to the word of God that came forth? Amen. Hallelujah, God. You know, your, your dedication in churches, you have churches that can hold over a thousand people, churches that have like two services. And on that eight o'clock service, like First Nazareth, for instance, the downtown Columbia, they start at 745 every Sunday. Right. Not eight o'clock, but 745. Y'all be tripping off at eight o'clock, 745. And that parking lot is full every Sunday morning. You can please believe that. Hallelujah, God. Ain't none of them, they got to wake up and they coming in sluggish. They already know. 745, they getting started up in there. Amen. But see, how many of the faithful few, because then you got the, the Sunday school from 930 to 1030, because when the first service is over, it's like a mass exodus out the door. Right. And only that faithful few will stay for that extra hour to get that teacher from 9.30 to 10.30 before they can go home and call it a day. And then you got the second group to come in at 11 o'clock. Hallelujah, God. 
And then you might have some of those faith for you to come in at 9.30 and sit in on the Sunday school while and then get ready for the lesson. But see, it's too many people that just hear the word just for a check in the box and go home. You are not impressing God just by your presence being in the house of the Lord. You impress God by your attentiveness. Are you paying attention? Are you into it? How, are you locked in? Are you keyed in to the word of God? Don't matter who it's coming from. Don't matter whether it's a, the pastor, him or herself. Don't matter whether it's from the assistant pastor. Don't matter who it's from, whether it's from a female pastor. Because people have issues. Right. When I was at the store, I still work at the city. But years ago, I remember God told me one time, and I told you all this before, wanted to know about the choir. Do you have a good choir? Because if you ain't got no good quiet, I ain't coming. That's, that's what you go there for, to hear the singing? You don't go to hear the word of God? Do you know how many people that's just like that, they come to church for the singing? Because the choir is throwing down. The choir is bad now. They got a bad choir in the record. They throw it down. They sound they just sound just as good as can be. Probably got a CD recorded or getting ready to record. Some people come to church only for the singing. Mess around and get rid of that choir director if you want to. You remember like when, when like Satan got kicked out a third of the angels with? Mess around and get rid of that good choir director for whatever reason. And see how many people follow him or her up out of there. Hallelujah, God. What in the world do you come to church for? Hallelujah, God. Coming out of the book of Luke in the eighth chapter, amen. Hallelujah, God. We're going to talk about a parable on the day. My goodness, but what kind of ground is the seed falling on? Amen, because in verse 11, when it says that, and now the parable is this, the seed is the word of God. That's the seed. That's the word. The sword is the person that's bringing the word. Hallelujah, God. The seed is the word of God. And it says, those by the wayside are the ones who hear. And then the devil comes and takes away the word out of their hearts unless they should believe and be saved. Now you hear the word of God, you receive them, but it says, then the enemy comes and takes it away from you. Why do you come to church, saints of God? Do you come to church to get better? How many times do we hear you shouldn't leave the same way you come in? Are you leaving out more strengthened? Are you leaving out stronger? Hallelujah. Are you leaving out more empowered? Hallelujah. Bless your holy name, God. When you come in here, are you leaving out the same way? Are you leaving out better than what you came in? You have to come expecting. How many times we have to hear this? Our pastor says that a good bit. Come into church expecting something. Hallelujah, God. Just don't come to be coming. Amen. Just don't come, like I say, for a check in the box, just so your pastor can see you, just so God knows that you're in church. You're not impressing God just because you're here. A lot of people come to church, but like I said, some people hear it, and it goes in one after the other, so what good is it? Amen. Yes, I had rather you be here than to be at home because, yes, a lot of people are in church and some people are hearing by social media. Some people are hearing by the TV. A lot of word, a lot of seed is being sown through the word on today. But is the seed going to take root? Hallelujah. The only way that you grow is by the seed taking root. Yes, some people teach different. Some people preach different. Hallelujah, God. My wife get on me all the time. Especially when I got to go to other churches and whatnot and preach for them. Don't be out there screaming at the people. <laughs> All of that type of stuff. 
It's just who I am and it's my style. I get caught up. I'm trying to get something to go forth. Hallelujah. I do that in here. It's just my style. Amen. Everybody got different ways. Some people preach like how they talk. They're more teachers. Amen. Hallelujah, God. They're teaching the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Some, as you know, the more Baptist preachers and AME, amen, they get to humming. They get to do that. That just ain't my style. Hallelujah, God. As we call them hooping, they be hooping. Amen. And amen. I get everybody to standing up on their feet and they get to hooping. Hallelujah, God. That's just who they are. Amen. Everybody got different styles. You should never want to come to church and you that bored when you're going to sleep. Hallelujah, God. Because you can go anywhere else and sit for a while. But how about the house of the Lord? Hallelujah, God. Right now, shouldn't the church be filled? Yes. Where is everybody? Not just talking about, man, where's the community at? Too many people are sitting at home, hallelujah, God, doing absolutely nothing. That's why we have to go out to the vineyard and tell people to come in. It's only for a little while. Hallelujah, God. You can't sit for an hour, an hour and a few minutes to hear the word of God, and then you can go home. Hallelujah. Bless your holy name, God. Bless your name. You got to love the word of God. I love hearing the word of God. As long as it's the truth, I don't mind hearing it, and I don't care who's bringing it. Whether it's a male or female, whether it's an assistant, whether it's a deacon, whether it's a trustee, if it's the word of God, I love hearing the word. And we should all be like that. Word people. Hallelujah, God. It says those that fell by the wayside. Once again, it says the devil comes and takes away the word. It says it takes it out of their heart. My goodness. Don't let the devil steal your joy. Don't let the devil steal the word out of your heart. We're not up here preaching and teaching for our health. It's a reason why God gives us this stuff. So we can pour out into you so you can receive it. And receive it with thanksgiving. Hallelujah, God. And then you got in verse 13, it says, but the ones on the rock are those. That's when the seed falls on the rock. Those that when they hear, they receive the word with joy. And these have no root who believe for a while. And in time of temptation, it falls away. Amen. Some people can hear the word and you receive it with joy and gladness, but it don't stick with you. It don't have no root. Hallelujah, God. It's not getting nothing else. It's in there for a while and then it leaves. Well, what good is that? What good is getting the word today, but by Tuesday and Wednesday, you back to who you was on Saturday and Friday? What's the use in getting the word today and just a few days later? It's no good. Oh, it's good today. It's even good tomorrow. You go to work and you tell everybody that you had a good time in the house of the Lord. The word was awesome. Hallelujah, God. But Wednesday, you back cussing again. You back lusting again. You back doing whatever it is that's causing a disconnect between you and God. Oh, it stays for a little while. But then it goes. It don't have no root. It can't plant itself. It can't stay there. The word is designed to stay there. Hallelujah. It's designed to keep you going. You should can't wait to not to get back in here like David said. I can't wait. Like they said that when the words and when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen. We should all be like that. Amen. Can't wait to come up in here. Can't wait to get some word on Wednesday. Hallelujah, God. Some people have Bible study on Tuesday. Some have it on Thursday. Can't wait to get it. We have prayer service on Tuesdays. Hallelujah, God. Even Bishop Sexton said that one time that the hardest is time to get people together 
is doing prayer service. They can come for any other service, but if it's something about prayer service, people don't want to show up. That's the most least amount of participation is prayer service. And you would think that will probably be the most because that's your connection to God when you're speaking and talking to God. Because when we first started off, remember we used to write down our request and give it to whoever was at the head of the prayer line, the pastor or whomever. We gave them, we give them our request and we write it down. Pastor writes it all down and then she begins to pray for it. And then she got it well. Now we just start letting each individual pray. Don't nobody force you to do nothing. You can sit on and you ain't got to pray and whatnot. But if you're a child of the most high God, you should always want to get your prayer requests and your supplications into God. That's your lifeline. That's your, that's your line right there. Remember Jesus on the main line? Y'all remember the song? Some of you old heads, y'all remember that? Jesus on the main line? Tell him what? Tell him what you want. Well, that's the main line. That's your prayer. That's the main line. And you don't need no Wi-Fi connection. All right. You are the Wi-Fi, your voice. Hallelujah, God. That's your connection. Amen. He's on the main line. My God, why we don't sing them songs no more. <laughs> My goodness. Jesus on the main line. Tell him what you want. Call him up and tell him what you want. My God. But we sing that all the time when I was a child. Man. <laughs> Hallelujah, God. There's just some of them songs that you just can't forget. He's on the main line. That's your direct connection. So why is that the most least participation in prayer service? Right. Hallelujah, God. We got to come in here once a month, every fourth Friday for prayer service. But it's normally the faithful two or three that's here. Now, some of you work and all of that. Understandable. Some of you got other things to do. Understandable. But it's normally that faithful two or three or four. That's here. Hardly ever more than five at prayer service. Amen. Why is that? Just like Bishop said, it's the least amount of participation in prayer service. And you would think that's your direct connection to God where we can all come together as one. Because like I said, the word comes, the word should take root what's given to you. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Because there are some things that you just don't want to hear. Nobody don't want to hear, pray for your enemies. You don't want to hear that. You don't want to hear, be kind and be nice to those that despitefully use you. Hallelujah, God. That's okay. the word of God. But you don't want to hear that. You don't want to hear, forgive those that have done you wrong. Hallelujah, God. You don't want to hear that, but that's what the word of God says we must do as followers of Jesus Christ. It's not easy, but that's what we have to do. Ask God to help you with your shortcomings. Ask God to help you with your vices. Ask God to help you when you are weak at. Hallelujah, God. Because when you get to talk about that forgiveness, people start curling up toes and start tension up because you know that somebody has done you wrong. And you feel that that's a sign of weakness. Because you forgive them. Is Jesus weak? Our Savior is not weak. But yet that's what he did. He told God to forgive them for they don't know what they were doing. When they was trying to hang him up and putting nails in his hands and slapping him and all kinds of and beating him half the night. He still yet said forgive them and he was innocent. He expects his followers, us, those that have accepted Jesus to do that. That's seed, that's word. And that should take root. Hallelujah, God. But it's like, we don't want to do that. We want to go back to the book of Exodus. We want to go for the eye for an eye. The tooth for a tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot. See, that's what we want. 
Slap me and I slap you back. That's what we want. Uh -oh. See, that's, 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 that's that eye for an eye. That's what we want. Hallelujah, God. Because that's flesh. Amen. Hallelujah, God. That's what we want to do. But our Savior tells us not to do that. Amen. I'm not going to get into all you, you know, when you have to defend yourself and all of that type of stuff. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Because that's just a natural reaction. Amen. If somebody were to do you wrong, to do them wrong. The word tells us to love the good and hate what the evil. Hate the sin. We got to get to a point where we hate sin. But for whatever reason, we don't. Right. Just like the song said yesterday, to, to get rid of all of that stuff, to, to get rid of cussing, amen, to get rid of lying, to get rid of cheating and stealing. There's certain things we just don't want to do. Even the pastor talked about it on yesterday. She said it. Remember she said when she was a teenager how she was rebelling and backsliding and all kind of other stuff? Uh -oh. See, that stuff, it feels good when you do that. Amen. It feels good when you're going against the word of God. Hallelujah, God. Because, you know, that's what everybody else is doing. Because that's why it says that you don't fit. You don't belong. It don't feel right. You're not supposed to fit in with everybody else. The word of God says we're peculiar people. Teenagers, you should feel just a little different. Amen. That you're not like everybody else. Amen. Unless you're doing like what everybody else do. Hallelujah, God. I don't make no bones about it. I did what everybody else did. We got two teenage boys in here. Amen. Both 16, 15 years old. I was 16 years old. I ain't forgot. I'm 50 years old. I still remember. It was 1989 when I turned 16. And I still remember the things that was on my mind when I was 16 years old. So whatever's on your mind, amen, hallelujah, it ain't new to me. I know what's on your mind, and I know what both of you are thinking about. Amen, hallelujah, God. Because I was there. Amen. As Minister Josh and John, I used to get on them about that type of stuff when they was y'all's age. Amen. That's right, Z, your daddy. I used to tell him, I know what they're talking about in the locker room. I used to tell your uncle that. I know what they're talking about. Hallelujah, God. I was in the locker room. It ain't nothing but filth in there. Oh, you think there's a Bible study going on in the locker room? In a football, a basketball locker room, a baseball, whatever sport you play? You think that's what's going on in there? I done been in there. Remember, filthy talk, nastiness. And I was all up in the middle of it. Hallelujah, God. So I know what's going on in there. You got to clean that stuff up. You got to be different. Hallelujah. And there's nothing wrong with being different. And we have to teach our children nothing is wrong. It's okay to be different because you're serving God. Amen. You're not supposed to be like everybody else. Mm -hmm. Just because they're using four-letter words, dropping them F-bombs and BS this and GD that. You ain't supposed to be doing that. They know you up in here. They know you in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. How many times you done told them you got you can't be at such a place because you got to be in church? Hallelujah. So they know what you are. They know who you serve. Bless your holy name, God. Never be ashamed of the gospel. Ever. Always keep God on high. Bless your holy name, God. Don't let it be like those that when it falls upon a rock. Hallelujah, God. Where it just stays in for a little while and leave. It's supposed to stay with you. It's supposed to last forever. I'm on call next week. I might not be able to be up in here next Sunday. So what happens after the day? It just leaves? It just goes? Uh -huh. Hallelujah, God. Some of you have to work. Whatever the case, we not know. Tomorrow is not promised to us. We don't know if we're going to be in here next week or not. Well, I'll just get some word on Sunday. You don't know. Bless your holy name. I'm sure Pastor Bishop planning on being here today. Amen. But something came up. They couldn't be here. Things happened. 
Hallelujah, God. Things you got to take care of. Hallelujah. Bless your holy name, God. Verse 14, it says, Now the ones that fell among the thorns are those who they have heard, they go out, and they're choked with the cares and riches and pleasures of life and bring no fruit or maturity. You worry about everything else, all of that good word that you don't receive, but it's being drowned out and choked out by the cares of life. Hallelujah, God. Amen. You can receive some word. How many people in church right now, they get good word, get good solid word, but yet you worried about the whole time what you're going to cook when you get home. Uh -oh. Hallelujah, God. What movie you going to watch this evening? The game or whatever it is. Sometimes we be distracted by other things. Hallelujah, God. We be distracted, ladies and said You are worked out, you're choked out by the riches and the cares of this world. Instead of letting the word come in and settle in and filter and just settle in. But we're worried about everything else. When praise and worship is going on, that's what you should be doing. Concentrating on the word of God. The praise and the worship. That's why we call it that. That's what we're doing now. We're praising, we're worshiping. Should nothing else be on your mind but Jesus. Man. Not what I'm about to cook. Not where I'm going out the church. Not with me and my husband and wife planning on doing whatever the case may be. It should be about Jesus right there. He should be having your undivided attention. And you might look like you praise and worship him, but God knows where your heart is. Don't ever forget that. You might can fool me. You can even fool Pastor and Bishop, but you can't fool God. He knows where your heart is at. Right? The word says he knows when you get up and when you sit down. He knows your thoughts are far off. It tells you that in the book of Psalms. He knows what you're thinking about before you even think it. By the time when you thought about it, Jesus already saw it several thoughts ago. Hallelujah, God. That good deed that you did, you ain't surprising him. God, yeah, he already knew you was going to do it. The evil deed that you talked about, he already knew you was going to do it. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. You can't trick a fool God. Just like how we can see everything and everybody here with these lights on, that's how God can see you in the pitch black darkness. It's just like light is all around you. He sees everything you're doing. It tells you that in the book of Proverbs. And all of the darkness is like light unto God. He sees it all. So when you're here trying to creep in all of that type of foolishness, God see it. I know that song about TLC, Creep. Y'all here creeping. Uh-huh. <laughs> He see it. Hallelujah, God. I like to use a lot of music in my stuff sometimes to get your attention a little bit. Now, some of you youngsters might not know about TLC and creep and all of that. Say, amen. That's why I say, so I creep. But God see you when you're creeping. Hallelujah, God. You can't fool God, so don't try to. When you're doing stuff that you ain't got no business doing, he sees it. Bless your holy name, God. Like the word says, it says, but the ones that fell on good ground, verse 15, but to the ones that for the seed when it fell on the good ground, and I hope that we are good ground, I hope that you are good ground. Right. That when the seed, when you hear the word of God, it falls on good ground. What happens when you plant seed in good ground? It grows. Mm -hmm. Because it's good ground, it's good soil, it's getting the water, it's getting the sun, it's getting everything that it needs to grow. And I pray that you are good ground when you hear the word of God. It says those that are on good ground. Hallelujah, God. It says are those who having heard the word with a noble and good heart, keep it and bear fruit with patience. See, that's what happens when it falls on good ground. You keep the word. 
You don't forget about it. Hallelujah, God. Some people even write it down and they can go look at it later. But whatever the case may be, hallelujah, God. But now we, we have social media and things. You can always pull this sermon back up. Amen. Uh, if you so desire, bless your holy name. Well, thank God for technology. Amen. Because God has made a way. That's why I remember when 2020 and all the churches were shut down. Amen. And I used to like those little things that used to be on Facebook when it would be like a, a depiction of Satan. And it says, now nah, I shut the church down. And they said, no, I just opened up another way through social media. Through Zoom, through Facebook Live, the word is still going out. Hallelujah, God. The word is still going out. There are people that can't stand social media and is not on it, and that's your right to do so. Amen. But you can put good, solid things on social media like this right here, the word of God. I'm on Facebook Live now with the word of God, with people tuning in. Right. They hear the word of God. They can tune in to Restoration's community website to hear the word of God. It didn't that how it used to be. There was one time we just used to preach, no camera, no nothing. It was just whoever was in here, and that was it. Nobody on the outside got it. Now we're in a day and age, we're still yet hundreds of thousands of people can still get the word, and they're not physically in the house of the Lord. Some people at work, some people doing what they wanted, some people sitting at their desk right now, or their cubicle, or whatever the case may be. When I'm out and about, when I'm at the city, I can still tune in. If I'm not doing something outside, I can still tune in and get the word of God. And where's your heart at? Are you tuning in if you're not in service? Hallelujah. Where is your heart when it comes to that? You should always want to hear the word of God. Don't worry about if it's step on your toes or not. It's not always supposed to be good feeling, amen. It's supposed to be uncomfortable sometimes. Because some people are a little too comfortable in church. I know where you can come into church married with your mistress. Hallelujah, God. Just because your wife is not there and you're in there with your mistress, that's too comfortable. Are you in there with your wife and know you got your side piece, amen, as the Southern song says, that y'all like to listen to that Southern soul music, side piece and all that foolishness, and King George having more than one woman, all that type of foolishness. You with your wife, but you got others on the outside, but you just as comfortable as can be because there's no conviction. Hallelujah, God. It's not supposed to be comfortable all the time. It should make you tense up the word of God because it says it cuts like a two-edged double sword. It's supposed to cut. It's not always supposed to feel good. I don't come here to tickle you ears. I don't come here just to make you feel good. Hallelujah, God. I come here to give you what God has given me. I come to give you the word of God. If it feels good and it uplifts you with it, so be it. It's supposed to be uplifting and at the same time it's supposed to cut. Bless your holy name, God. Thank you, Jesus. That's what it's supposed to do. Make sure that you are good ground that the word is falling on. Because like even the people here on social media, these are not the only people that see it. I run into people all the time say, I caught your Bible study. I heard your word. And that's days later when they're just scrolling through and they might see this. Some people might not get this very message until Tuesday. They might not get it till Monday. They might not get it till Wednesday or whenever. Some people, depending on when it pops up, when they're scrolling, scrolling through Hallelujah, God. That's what I like about it. So there's no excuses. People can get this days later. Always make sure that you're the positive, that you're the positive influence. Amen. Because people are watching you. We just say it time and time and over and over again. People are watching you. Hallelujah, God. We have to be careful. We are children of the Most High God. We just can't do anything what we want to do. We just can't go everywhere. There's certain places we just can't go. 
Now it's to each his own. You're grown. You can go do certain things that you want to do because sometimes some people are different. Now, me and my wife, for the most part, we like to listen. We watch a lot of movies and whatnot, but that's just me. It's just me. IJM. You know, if Cat Williams was coming to town, I'm not going to go see Cat Williams. He's going to be cussing a mile a minute. I don't want to hear all of that. Now, in the movies, they only do it for so much, and then they go on. But when you at a comedy club, there ain't no filter. No filter. I'm not going to go listen to Kevin Hart and all them boys. and con- No, I'm not going to do that. That's just me. You and your spouse want to do that, more power to you. Y'all going to do Y'all grown. I listen. I watch them boys on movies and all that stuff all the time, but it ain't going to be but so much now. But in you in a comedy club, it is no filter, and it is round the clock, and they don't care. Hallelujah, God. But sometimes you can do what you want to do, but you got to be setting that good example. You have to. We're under a microscope. Remember even Pastor told you what she was going off one time on bowls and whatnot? For whatever reason, someone was all out of order. And she was going off and somebody said, I thought you was a Christian. And that bothered her. That cut her. And she started crying. And some of you all, you might not share the tears. Hey, it is what it is. I said because I what I needed to say. But that hurt Pastor when that she wasn't expecting that. Amen. I ain't going to cry neither if somebody would say that. But the point is, if I'm saying what I got to say, don't be throwing that up in my face on you thought. You know what I am. Am I here cussing and acting unseemly? No. I'm saying everything I'm supposed to say, you just don't like it. Telling me, tell me you thought I was a Christian. I ain't got time to hear that garbage. You know who I am. But that hurt our pastor though because nobody never, never said that. I thought you supposed to be a Christian. You know how some people are. Always got their black judge robe on the judge folks with their gavel in their hand. All the time. You can't make one mistake. Without somebody checking you on who you serve. We are human. Like they said, this word is going to fall on different types of ground. The word, and those, by the way, that's your heart, the wayside, the stones, the the thorns, all of that. That's your heart. That's what it's talking about. The word, the seed that you're giving, how you're receiving it with your heart. Yes, hallelujah, God. None of us walk on water. None of us are perfect, amen. Hallelujah, God. Because I done told you before, if you pray and you say in the name of Dakota DeWan right and sin, then don't expect nothing to happen. Because ain't nothing going to happen. Because right. I ain't got the power like that. So you can't pray in the name of Dakota. Ain't nothing going to happen. Hallelujah, God. It better be and it must be in the name of Jesus. If you're expecting anything to happen. Hallelujah, God. Just because when you say you make mistakes, then people want to know, well, what you be doing? Ain't nobody perfect. My goodness, I get mad and upset too. Me and this woman here, this is not that the, the Cosby marriage. You ain't never seen Bill and uh, Claire Husband argue. If you watch the Cosby show, whenever you seen them getting a knockdown, drag out argument. We ain't like that. Hallelujah, God. We good most of the time. Hallelujah, God. Most of the time we are, but every now and then a disagreement will come up. Amen. The volume of the voice starts to raise. It gets loud. Hallelujah. It happens. Now I can sit here, I got my baby boy in here. I'm gonna go sit here and tell me and my wife don't never argue. I know he'll look at me and say, Man, please. Yeah. I grew up in that house. I know what I heard. So I ain't gonna sit here and lie and tell my me and my wife don't never get into it. Hallelujah, God. It happens. Hallelujah. It's gonna be disagreements, but we don't get out of order though. Right. Amen. They don't see nothing crazy. Hallelujah. They don't see their dad out all night unless he's working. Amen. Hallelujah, God. They don't see their mother out all night unless she's working. We just don't get mad and storm out the house. 
Because you mess around and get mad and run out the house if you want to and run into that old ex that you used to kick it with. That's the wrong time to be running into an ex when you're mad at your spouse. Hallelujah, God. And stay over in the house and better work it out and do something and go to separate bedroom, but work it out. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. Just be careful. If you are out there and you have you better be careful. Amen. That's why when that word falls on good ground, you'll know how to act when you go outside the house. That's the purpose of the word falling on good ground. Because you are going to be tempted. You are going to be messed with by the enemy. You are not exempt. You will be messed with. Hallelujah, God. You are not on the exempt list. Bless your holy name. He is going to tempt you. He's going to entice you with all kinds of things. It's up to you to resist that stuff. That's why the word has to fall on good ground. Stony ground. And, and, and the um, wayside. Thorns. Thorny ground and all of that type of stuff. If it's falling on that, then yes, you will be in some trouble when temptation comes. That's why you got to know who you are. Pray to God that he strengthen you, that you don't fall for that garbage. Hallelujah, God. Because just like I say by the enemy, want the leaders, he wants you too. Because each and every last one of us, we was out there at one time. Except Deacon S. Richardson, because she didn't party like that. We was all like that. We was out there at one time like that. Hallelujah, God. We was out there. I'll be shocked when I be hearing my favorite minutes when we talk about all the stuff he used to do. I'm like, you? And you used to be up there banging on the keyboards and you was out here doing this foolishness. He had me fooled. But I had no idea. You cussing? You? Man, get out of here. And you was up in here every Sunday banging on these keyboards coming all the way from Charleston Southern. I don't want to hear that foolishness. But that's what he said. Who am I to tell me he's a lie? He gives his testimony all the time about that stuff. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name, God. We done all been out there and done did some things, saints. Hallelujah, God. But thank God for deliverance. Don't we? Aren't you glad that God, God is not a petty God? Aren't you glad that God doesn't hold grudges like people do? Because people will not forget. They will not let stuff go and keep bringing stuff up that you've done last year, two years ago, the year 2000, 1995. People bring stuff up. Hallelujah, God. But God doesn't. Who wouldn't want to serve a God like that? So that's what I'm saying. When it's time for prayer time, be sure that you are available. Be sure that you are in attendance if you can. So you can get on that main line and talk to God. As we're getting ready to close out. Hallelujah, God. I believe it says that in verse 16, it says, No one when a lamp, talking about a lamp, no one when it has a lamp lit, covers it with a vessel or puts it under a bed. They set it on the light stand, amen, for everybody can see. The word of God says we are like a city that's up on a hill. You can see a city that's up on a hill. The word of God says that's what we are like. We should never hide our Christian. We should never hide and be ashamed of who we are or who we serve, ever. If you are the only holy, righteous person in your job, then so be it. And I know sometimes it feels that way when you're just surrounded by people. Because there's too many people say that they go to church, but they don't act like it. Somebody has to set that example. Somebody has to. Hallelujah, God. Not saying you don't have to go to parties and all that. I like to eat grilled food just like everybody else. So if I get invited, a lot of times I'll go. But I only go there for a little while. There's going to be some water there. There'll be some sodas there. And there ain't just going to be nothing but, nothing but liquor there and all of that type of foolishness. It'll be something for you to eat and drink there if you so desire to want to go. 
If you don't want to go, that's on you. But like I said, wherever you go out, especially when you're not around the saints of God, you are supposed to be 24 hours a day on God, on duty. You are a Christian from head to toe. Keep your armor of God on every day, saints of God. The enemy is looking for weak spots every day. He's doing the best that he can to lure you and to hook you to go back out in them streets. Or at least where you came from. When you get mad, he's just waiting on you to drop them four-letter words to cut somebody slam out. Like maybe some of you used to. I can't say everybody did. Because I know my wife, she had a potty mouth, I'm trying to tell you. That woman will drop her F-bomb in a minute. <laughs> Hallelujah, God. But thank God for deliverance. Thank God for deliverance. And when you get mad, you can use substitute words. You ain't got to use them words no more. Hallelujah, God. That's why God is a great God. That's why we got to stay prayed up, saints of God. Because at any moment, we all just one step away from backsliding. Just one. Just one step. It don't take much to bring you back out there. That's why you got to stay prayed up. When you leave out of this church to building today, make sure that you pray it up. When you go home for the day, even when you leave, for those that go into faith deliverance, even when you leave from up there, make sure tomorrow, Tuesday, Wednesday, you stay prayed up and you stay before God. Because God is worthy to be praised, saints of God. He's kept you. He's keep you. He chose you for a reason. I done told you that. Everybody can't do what you do. Everybody's not made to be saved. That's why the word says it's a wide road of destruction. And a lot of people go be on that road. Very few is going to be on the straight and narrow. Everybody can't do this. They just can't. They don't have a heart of forgiveness. They don't want to help nobody. They don't want to do nothing. And sadly, they're going to know on the last day, on judgment day. They may talk a good game, but everybody can't follow Christ. They don't want, they don't want to go by this here. They didn't feel that it makes them look weak. God knows my heart and all that Just like what the pastor said yesterday Oh God knows your heart He made you He knows everything about you That's one of the biggest excuses God knows my heart Oh he knows you alright He the one who put it in there Who you think got it beaten Who you think put it in your chest He did that He knew you before <laughs> Excuse me He knew that before you came out of the womb Let me say that to Jeremiah You was a prophet for the, I knew you before you were formed in the womb so yes, he knows your heart more than anybody do. So you can't use that excuse. God knows my heart. Just live holy and make sure that the seed, that the word is falling on good ground. Let us all stand. Hallelujah, God. Because the enemy will do all that he can to put a stumbling block in your way and to trip you up. All that he can. Let us pray. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord, for this on today, God. We thank you for this word on today, God. We thank you for the praise and worship, God. We thank you for your presence being in this place, Heavenly Father. Lord, I pray that we came here today, Heavenly Father, with a praise on our heart and our mind, God. And I do pray, Heavenly Father, Lord, that we will not leave the same way that we came in, God. I pray that every ear that heard this word, Heavenly Father, Lord, that they are strengthened on today. And Father God, I pray, Lord, that your word fell on good ground in the mighty name of Jesus, God. We bind up wayside, we bind up thorns, we bind up rocks in Jesus' name, God. I pray that every heart in here was a good ground for the word to fall on. And I pray that those that are watching by social media, God, that it's good ground that it fell on in the mighty name of Jesus, God. That they will take it and run with it and keep it 
In the mighty name of Jesus, bless your holy name, God. Father God, we love you and we praise you, Heavenly Father. Help us, Heavenly Father, Lord, where we are weak, God. Strengthen us where we are weak. Build us up where we're torn down. In the mighty name of Jesus, God. Unloose the shackles, God. Break the chains, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, bless your holy name, God. That we may serve you freely, God. In Jesus' holy name with no restrictions, God. None, God. We can serve you wide open, like the songwriter says, that we continually chasing after you, God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Just like Jacob, when he wrestled with the angel and said, I'm not letting go until you bless me. Hallelujah, God. And that's what I want us to do, to hold on to you, God. To hold on tight and don't let go. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we love you and praise you and give you honor and glory. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. If there's anybody who needing prayer right now can come forth. Amen. Bless your holy name. Amen. I see you, Bishop Sexton. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Coming all the way in from Sierra Vista, Arizona. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Amen. Amen. We're going to go ahead and get now it's time for our communion. Amen. So we can go ahead and get our communion. God bless each and every last one of you. Amen. I tuned in. Amen. Hallelujah, God. May God add a blessing to you. May God let God use you. And I pray that this word fell on good ground in the mighty name of Jesus. God bless you. Amen. Hallelujah.